Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. And... Action! Hello and welcome to another episode of Popcorn. We are your guide to films now playing in theaters. I'm your host, Kaylee, and my editor supreme here is Tuesday. Hello. Well, hello. And we just got out of the most recent Steven Spielberg film, The Post. So, can I ask you a hypothetical question? Oh, dear. I don't like hypothetical questions. Well, I don't think you're going to like the real one either. Do you have the papers? Not yet. This is a devastating security breach that was leaked out of the Pentagon. The most highly classified documents of the war. The Times says 7,000 pages detailing how the White House has been lying about the Vietnam War for 30 years. The way they lied, those days have to be over. Okay, people are concerned about having a woman in charge of the paper. Then she doesn't have the resolve to make the tough choices. Thank you, Arthur, for your frankness. Let's do our jobs. Find those pages. You're talking about exposing years of government secrets. Is that legal? What is it you think we do here for a living, kid? Ben, I might have something. It must be precious cargo. It's just government secrets. The Post is the story about the Washington Post newspaper based in D.C. Initially, the story is about them going public. They are a small, I guess you could almost call them community paper. They're mainly just there in the D.C. area. Mel Street plays Catherine Graham, or Kay Graham, and she is the daughter of the founder of the Washington Post. And the Post is essentially... They're kind of going downhill. They're not getting the funding that they need. So it's a big decision to go public. And the film makes a very big point that she is not a journalist. She's not a businesswoman. Uh, This is the 1970s. So it's a very sexist environment where people don't think she can steer and guide the paper. And she doubts herself for quite a while whether or not she's actually cut out for guiding the paper. You can very much tell that this position was kind of thrust upon her because she wanted to keep it within the family. Mm -hmm. And if that meant her stepping up from housewife to owner of a publication, that's what she did. Also a leading man is Tom Hanks. He plays the head editor, Ben Bradley. He is (laughs) very much a stereotypical, what you would think of newsman, where He's just hungry for it. He is salivating for the news. He's looking for the the big scoops. Some of his ethics are a little bit questionable. How true to life that actually is, I'm not sure. But I feel like there was a while in the media back in those days where ethics were a little bit wishy-washy. But anyways, they're essentially nipping at the heels of the New York Times. Now, as all this is swirling, They're a small paper. Should they go public? Should they not? The New York Times gets its hands on some uh, classified papers, classified research papers, the Pentagon Papers, that disclose all this pretty damning information about the Vietnam War and how America was never going to win, yet they still kept fighting, still kept sending soldiers over there. So it's a pretty big black eye on several presidential administrations. And the New York Times gets a hold of the papers. So the Post is trying to find a way to get a big scoop. And they eventually get their man and get in and start to publish, which 
domino effects up to the Supreme Court. And it's just filled with a lot of a lot of angst and drama. But it is so good. It, it get, boils down to questions of, you know, that we're still struggling with today, but questions of a free press versus national security. Despite this film being, a, in, in some ways, if you will, a bi- biopic of a newspaper, it's it's still so relevant today, almost in a creepy way, how I feel like history is repeating itself now. But I have some pretty strong feelings about this film. Tuesday, uh, your initial thoughts, uh, what did you think? How ridiculously timely... Um, the concept of free press and kind of a a concept of checks and balances between government, both local and national, and both local and national news outlets. And when you really think about it, Daniel Ellsberg, who is the one that assisted with the release of this 7,000-page research, you know, it's so nice to finally have a story from... I'm going to speak for both of us, our perspective. You know, this very much could have been about Daniel Ellsberg and the story from his point of view, but to finally actually get it from a press point of view, which is probably what our society needs right now, is to understand that there are a lot of emotional and philosophical questions that us news people have to look at and really determine uh, a lot of a lot of different angles and will this hurt anyone and am I really reporting the correct and accurate news? Protecting sources, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, verifying information where I also feel like there's points in this film going back to Tom Hanks character, Ben, they, they, they make it appear in the film that the fact checking, or at least with the, with the sources, like, it was very quick. I don't want to say that they didn't do a thorough job necessarily, but there was a whole scene that make, they make it much more exciting with like lawyers and phone calls and, you know, they're, they're romanticizing the press here. But I feel like the, these these questions, just like you said, Tuesday, are something that we talk with every day. And I feel like any mistakes that the Post or even the Times have made, they've gotten so much better uh, oh, as far as fact-checking today fact-checking every single detail is fact-checked out and I know for a fact that you know the post and the times and these newspapers the the good news organizations they're not going to just run with a story they're they're going to fact-check their sources even if that source wants to be um be anonymous they're not just going to take any story willy-nilly no it's no longer one source it's you better have backing of three four five especially with our current administration, to be factual and credible in nature. Going back to the cast, there was definitely a powerhouse cast, Mm -hmm. but we can't deny the fact that it was absolutely Team K and Ben, or Meryl and Tom, and how they, I mean, everyone was so played second fiddle to them, (laughs) and the way they butted heads and came together and... Like play those two playing off of each other was so it was almost a dance. It was so beautifully done. And you know what I loved about it is that their characters were so different. I think it's so easy to see Meryl Streep as herself as a very strong woman. Here's her character. It's she evolved. She became the strong woman. And there was a moment, several moments, 
that I just loved where at the beginning of the film, she's just really timid and clinging to her board and her advisor's advice. And, and you can see just the littlest things where she's like rubbing her fingers or fiddling with her glasses to the end of the film where she's walking out of the Supreme Court and she just, she walks up to the side. The New York Times is handling the press questions, but she just goes down off to the side and she walks by all these women of all different ages. And I'm like, I loved that touch. And you can just tell that she had arrived. She was now a newswoman. And how appropriate for the time, because we were in the midst of first and second wave feminism. And I think a lot of these girls and young women needed someone to look up to. And despite a lot of men on her board and around her second guessing her, she really... It sounds silly because she's an adult female, but a like coming of age <laughs> for her. And not only was she kind of pushed in this position, but now she's literally guiding the the paper in a direction of either complete failure or complete success. And watching that was beautiful. It was fantastic. And then with with Tom Hanks, he was a bit of the antagonist. He he was nipping at her heels and it's not like this film necessarily has a bad guy per se, but you know, he was the one who you kind of questioned at first, should you run with this story? You Should you not sit on it and give it a chance to, you know, make sure you got all your bases covered. And his character had a nice full arc too, where he was able to come back later in the film and come up to Meryl's character and be like, I get it now where you're coming from. I know you've got a lot more writing on your shoulders than I do. And then they even make a joke about it at the end of the film when they're walking through the uh, the print room, um, which for any journalist of the old school lot, seeing the old presses, like, I'm just like waiting to smell the ink on the fingers. Oh, that camera work with all of the, the old way we used to do the printing of the newspapers. I mean... Setting the type. Yeah, setting in the type. I mean... Since, you know, we're both now working in modern publications, you forget the work that went into getting a paper fresh every morning out. And that had to have been the best camera work I've seen in probably the last year of just how they really play off of that 1960s, 70s feel of how we all remember newspapers used to be. Mm -hmm. It's like you can practically smell them. And well, speaking of a long history here, Spielberg is such a titan of Hollywood. His category of films just range the gambit from, you know, sci-fi to action adventure to psychological thrillers. So as impossible as this task may seem, I want to try and put into context like where this film would fall within his great oeuvre of of movies. For me, I really felt like he has kind of come back to himself. I feel like maybe the last few films of his, not that they were of any less caliber, but maybe less meaningful in some ways. Um, maybe not as as driven. But it I could be because I, I am a journalist myself. It spoke to me on a new level. But I really felt like it all just came together with the, the scripting, the, the camera work, the acting. Of course, John Williams, love John Williams, did the music. All the pieces fell in together. And I, I feel like this is one of his better films in years. 
it, yeah, he's definitely on a spectrum with me. Uh, am I always going to be an E.T. kid? Of course. <laughs> um, but was it dramatically better than Bridge of Spies? Absolutely, in my book. And again, that very much could be that it parallels you and I's life so much. Uh, that So I guess it's nice. I kind of feel like we got the underdog story finally, um, you know, where it wasn't about a main character and, oh, the press came out. And they did the story. But, like, finally, we kind of got the spotlight for once. And so maybe that's why, you know, you and I kind of went out smiling <laughs> in the film is we kind of got our story finally. Well, it's nice to to see our professions portrayed in, in film in a maybe a more positive light, especially in light of how much vitriol is thrown on the press these days. But it's, it's been a rough year. It's <laughs> Oh, man. But to add to that, you know, I think it's an important film to remind everyone that we are part of the the branches of government. We the, the press is there to hold government to the fire, to hold them in check, to question. And they go through this in the film, you know, and th- there's a little teaser at the end as because all this stuff eventually leads up to the Watergate scandal with Nixon. But the press is at its best when it's when it's asking those hard questions. And I feel like there's maybe a renaissance within the media community, within the press, for hardworking journalists to to get tough again. I feel like they've gotten kind of slack. And now now that if they feel threatened, if you will, they're getting back to what they do best. So uh, I think this film kind of encapsulates that in a very nice way. I think we have a resounding yes from the team over here at uh, Popcorn. I agree with you, Tuesday. This film is a must-see, most likely going to be nominated for Best Picture, uh, without a doubt. But go see it. We would love to hear from you non-press people what you think of this film. And, you know, where do you place it in the Spielberg uh, catalog of amazing films? We'd love to hear more from you. And we, of course, have plenty more reviews on our website at popcornfanfilmreviews.weebly.com. Come find us on Facebook and Twitter. Definitely follow us, like us, share us with your friends. And thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 